welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Trent and I have another 25 minutes or so of Restaurant Radio and then Zuba Mahente from ESPN. I have Zubin on and thank him for playing his role in uh, moving up the Last Dance documentary. Yes, uh, I think that was his decision. I think it was. At least we'll give him credit for it. Absolutely. We're grateful that that they're indeed uh, moving the Last Dance on the 97-98 Bulls up the debut with uh, two, two episodes every Sunday starting April the 19th until it concludes... Was it May 17th? I believe that's right. Is that right. what it is? Yeah, I believe it's right. All right, let's get right back into restaurant radio. A lot of ground to cover here, which which makes some phenomenal sandwiches. Uh, and Andrew's going to share the story of which which, my personal favorite. I've been to the one in Ankeny numerous. Well, my wife goes and picks it up for me, truth be told. Uh, uh, is the Reuben Andrew, uh, Trent and Ken on uh, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. You've got the store in Waukee and in Ankeny. The one in Ames is Currently closed, I believe you put in your email, but good to have you on, Andrew. How are you? Good morning, guys. I am doing very, very well. How are you today? Doing well. What's the biggest mover? Uh, the most popular sandwich on the menu is what? Oh, man. Easily, it is our Wicked. That is our signature sandwich that comes with five meats and uh, your choice of up to three cheeses. We do a Wicked Wednesday every Wednesday where you can get a regular Wicked of your choice for $5. Uh, and that thing, I mean, we can't keep them in stock. We have to have really? built up every every Wednesday for those. So, run it by me one more time. So, help me out. What build me a wicked? Okay, so wicked is going to come with roast beef, turkey, pepperoni, bacon, and mm-hmm. ham. Mm-hmm. And then you get your choice of up to three cheeses between provolone, cheddar, American, Swiss, mozzarella, or pepper jack. And then from there, you get to build it up. Any way you want it. You get to put your veggies on there. You get to put your sauces, your seasonings. That That's what makes us wow. unique from anywhere else right now is you really get full control of what goes on that sandwich. You know, and I probably should have um, come in on my own then because I'm allowing my – I just thought that they came. <laughs> that's the way they kept. So I can actually build my own. She's building it for me. You can build your own if you want to put some banana peppers and – cucumbers, anything you want on there on the veggie side and sauces, we can get put on there for you. Uh, what have I been missing out on? Well, I said I'm a huge fan of the Reuben. Uh, your ultimate BLT. I'm looking at the uh, the website right now. My, my, my mouse water. The Philly cheesesteak, the ultimate BLT. The ultimate BLT, um, boy, the bacon is just escaping from that. That's a ton of bacon on there. Oh, yeah. And the avocado that goes on there is absolutely delicious. And and that, that that's coming from me, a person that's not a big fan of avocado. I have eaten that sandwich before, and I would eat it again any day of the week. Yeah, boy, I would, too, just looking at this thing. So, obviously, I, mean, I know you've got a drive through window, the one in Ankeny, anyways. I'm assuming the one in Waukee does as well? Yes, it does. Uh, and so that's how you're doing business? Can you come to the front door? And uh, I mean, I don't. can you come in, or do you do curbside, or is it just the drive through window? So right now we are offering carry-out, drive-through, curbside pickup, and delivery. Um, the easiest way to set up all those is to go to witchwitch.com. You can put the orders in right through there. You can customize, do all the selections, everything like that. Um, and then the nice thing with witchwitch.com right now, our catering menu is up there, and that has been huge right now with box lunches because mm. everything comes separately and individually. Um, and then we're also offering a new... Uh, sandwich kit and takeout tray option that's available on our website. And again, we're trying to kind of help people out. Grocery stores are crazy. You know, you come in to get a sandwich. We have options where you can get 
meats, cheeses, breads, toppings, anything like that, pretty much an a la carte style. And then we also have a full box and a half box option. And that full box, I mean, it comes with four pounds of meat, a pound and a half of cheese, and then all the <laughs> toppings and bread that you would need to make up to 12 sandwiches. So, I mean, we've got some really, really great offers still going on. And the biggest thing for us, I mean, the community support. Yeah. Ankeny and Waukee, they have just been absolutely amazing. These people are resilient as can be. We, uh, we, we've slowed down a little bit, but definitely not as much as I was expecting. Well, you're about, I'm going to say, 100 yards from, from the football field, from the Ankeny High yep. School football field. Where are you in Waukee? Yep. We're about uh, two blocks east of the high school there. We're off of uh, Alice's Road, that new development yep. running right through there to the interstate. That's the location that I have been to for Witch Witch. And <laughs> Ken loves his sandwiches. Ken, you have a sandwich, Ruben, literally every day? Mm, yes. For lunch? Most of them, yeah. <laughs> he, he's at a high level. I'm not quite Ken's level, but you guys, you do it right. And all those extra options that you have as our world continues to evolve, love what you guys are doing over there. Well, thank you guys very much. And with witchwitch.com right now, we have free delivery until April 3rd. Nice. So, again, trying to help alleviate with some of those five ninety nine or eight ninety nine delivery fees. Those are waived until April 3rd. So we're, uh, we're, we're trying to do the best we can. And then we also have uh, our Feeding the Frontline initiative where if you call in, you can set up an order kind of like what I've heard earlier with some of the hospitals, things like that. Nice. We'll deliver it out there, and we've got free delivery on those pretty much for the foreseeable future here. Whichwitch.com. Uh, keep it going. And what, what are your hours? Have you changed your hours? Ankeny is still going to be the same. They're Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. I'm sorry, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., and then Sunday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Now, our Waukee location has changed hours a little bit. They're going to be 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Monday through Sunday. Gotcha. Well, uh, Andrew, thanks for coming on. You, you do you make a fine sandwich. Well, you make a bunch of them over there by the <laughs> looks of things. Whichwitch.com. Andrew, uh, keep it going. What about Ames? Is it going to reopen soon? Ames, we're in the process of right now. Ames is a, a a monster of its own with just having the university and a lot of our oh, yeah. staff and, and uh, customers being college-related. That town is a ghost town right now. We are planning mm. on reopening it pretty much right now. We're just taking it day by day with all the new information we're finding out and different closures and things like that. So we are still up there, and we're still planning on being there. Keep her going in Waukee and in uh, Ankeny. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Good to talk to you. Well, I'm anxious to learn about this next place, Trent. Kelly's Little Nipper. Oh, I have been there. Well, on tell a, me about a it. pub crawl. Really? On a pub crawl. We uh, made a stop there, and it was a stop that lasted a little bit longer <laughs> as uh, we welcome in Jeff. Jeff, good to talk to you. No pub crawls, at least right now. Yeah, sadly, no. What do you guys have going on right now at Kelly's Little Nipper? Well, good morning. We've always had a host of specials each and every day, but what we've done during this uh health crisis here is we've kind of really doubled up and tried to make a nice incentive for folks to come in so instead of just having one sandwich on sale what we're doing is we're kind of putting our whole menu board on sale by doing a variety of things so uh, a lot of different days we're giving your fries and onion rings and a can of pop to go for free on any sandwich mm. that's been really popular i bet <laughs> and then probably more popular is we've been throwing in a free piece of cheesecake with your lunch or oh, dinner right. order so that's been a lot of fun because um, everybody loves cheesecake, right? Yes, indeed, Jeff. You're preaching to the choir there. Where are you located? 
Well, everybody's driven by this place if they haven't been here a million times. Okay. They're on Grand Avenue, uh, 1701 East Grand, about five blocks east of the Capitol. So it's kind of one of those places that's been around uh, since 1940 selling sandwiches. So if you haven't been here, you've definitely driven by it. How long have you had it? Uh, beginning of June will be my fourth year, so just coming up on four years. What's behind the name? Do you know? Yeah, I do. It's a great story, guys. Tell we got so, plenty of time. Uh, Lay it on us. It was, it was uh, Kelly's Inn from about 1940 to 1981. And uh, then in 1981, a gentleman by the name of Ernie Nipper acquired the place, and it went from Kelly's Inn to <laughs> Kelly's A Little Nipper. So since 1940 to uh, 2020 and 80 years, this place has had two names only. Isn't that something? What's your favorite thing on the menu? Everybody asks me that all the time, and it's really hard because we try to make everything stand on its own two feet. But uh, people love our Graziano's uh, sausage sandwich patties, uh, really popular. And then we make one heck of a uh, uh, menu of burgers, including our casino burger, our Nipper Snapper Burger, which has thick-cut bacon, mushrooms, pepper jack cheese, sautéed onions. It's just a delicious sandwich. So uh, those are a couple that jump off for me. What comes on the Graziano Sausage Sandwich? Oh, your choice of hot or mild peppers. Mm-hmm. So the banana peppers or jalapenos, uh, a little marinara sauce, and then miles and miles and piles of mozzarella <laughs> cheese melted. And then... Every one of our sandwiches here at Kelly's is unique in that we take uh, the buns or the sandwich and we butter it, and then we sprinkle real Parmesan on it, Mm. Italian seasoning, so the buns uh, clear across the board kind of just stand on their own and kind of, you know, unique and give every sandwich a great little taste that way. Uh, Last thing for you, give us that uh, special with the fries or the uh, onion ring. What you're doing is a little incentive, a little add-on. Yeah, so today we kind of made it your choice. So when we call in, we say, would you like your size of either fries or onion rings um, free with a can of soda to go, or would you like to have a free piece of cheesecake with your meal? Nice. So we're kind of giving everybody a little bit of a choice um, today. That's a tough choice. Yes, can I, I might do both, right? It is 1701. Right. Our onion rings, go ahead. Our onion rings are hand-cut every day. Soaked in a uh, vodka beer batter and fried, so uh, with our own special Kelly seasoning salt. So they, if you ask around or look around on Yelp or Google or Facebook and stuff, you'll see people ranting and raving about our onion ring. Kelly's Little Nipper dot com seventeen oh one East Grand uh, in Des Moines. Give us the hours uh, one more time before we let you go there, Jeff. Absolutely, we're open every day at eleven a.m and closing the kitchen at 9 p.m., so those are a little shorter hours than normal. And then to help those folks that are still on their, you know, working in their businesses, we've added delivery from 11 to 3, Monday through Friday. Good stuff. And uh, you're still seeing a good uh, group of customers show up? The loyalty has been fantastic. I mean, I, I just can't rave enough about our customers and how much they've supported us. We've even got a lot of new customers kind of by social media, but... Our customers have just been uh, overwhelming. I mean, just the support. I mean, I, I you know, it, you just can't even describe how nice the customers have been and how much they've supported us. So we're, we're 
extremely thankful for the folks that make this their second little home when it comes to eating and having a few libations. So uh, a big shout out to my great customers. Yeah, well, we look forward to the time we can all come in and have one of those libations. Jeff, thanks for coming on. Kelly'sLittleNipper.com. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys so much, and so does small business. Thanks, fellas. Have Good, a great yep. day. Thanks, Thanks to talk to you. Thank you, Nick, for making uh, that possible. Uh, pizza five, no pie five pizza. Yes. Let me get this right. They're in Ankeny. Yeah, they are. They are south of DMAC, the campus. I'm pretty sure Steve's going to fill us in. Steve, have I got that right? You are south of the DMAC campus, right? Correct. That is that's pretty somewhat correct. Yes, we're down there by Campus Town Apartments. Uh, on oral labor, though, right? On oral labor. That is correct. We are on oral labor road. That is correct. Uh, and you've been there for three years, I'm guessing. If I'm going to say, I'm working on yeah, working on three years. Okay. I took it over. The restaurant was failing. Um, I took it over uh, May first, two thousand eighteen. What makes uh, what makes your place so special? Tell us about Pie Five Pizza. Well, the, the, what makes us special is, is obviously our guests and, and, mm, and nice. my team members. Uh, I, I travel along. I worked for the railroad 22 years, so I know how I want to be treated when I'm out of town or in a new town. And um, I just treat everybody like family is what I do. Uh, that was a great answer, by the way, to that question. I've never had it answered that way before. Well done. Pie 5 Pizza yep. is the website. Uh, and this is one of the places where the pizza is not out instantly. But, boy, it doesn't take long, right? Now, by the time, but well, you know, I call it the normal pie five way. You know, right now there's no normal going on right, right now, obviously. Uh, but uh, yeah, you come up, you order your pizza. Um, by the time you check out and and walk out the door, it's, it's five minutes. So, so that means that the oven is how hot? Uh, our oven is five hundred and ninety five degrees. And the special type of oven for this. Um, just a, yeah, it's a, it's a, a special oven, conventional oven that we use, and we got you know we got our little secrets. I really don't want to get no, out, but, I, uh, I don't want you, you know, to. I won't pry. I promise. So so, but you know, it's just uh, it, it's you know, uh, I got to give a shout out to a, a few people. You know, uh, Zips Zips Pizza out in Adair and uh, Wigan Pen and Ankeny. Um, whenever I get in a bind, I, this is my first restaurant ever. Mm-hmm. Um, never owned a business in my life. And, and these folks, you know, whenever I need something, I can call these guys and they're there for me. And, and Zip's a pretty big, Jim, he's, he's a pretty big critic on pizza. He is does he? not like conventional oven pizza, but you know, when he comes to our store, he, he, he likes it. So that's good. Uh, and it's more than just pizza, right, Steve? That's, that's correct. You know, I, I love what I do. I love people. I'm I'm very involved with the community, and it's showing because the community is, is giving back to me now. Um, right now, we we call it Magic Mondays. On Mondays, our pizzas are always five fifty five, but now with everything going on, I've extended uh, Magic Monday our five dollar pizzas all the way up to. Um, I went to April first is when I was going to stop, um, so you can come in now until April first and get a five dollar pizza. So it's pretty pretty cheap. Uh, and your most popular topping is what? What's your most popular to go? What? Uh, what? What's the one you get asked to make the most? Well, probably the most, as you know, is our, our high five, which is all meats, kind of a meat lover. But you know, I I am the 2019 pizza champ. You know, uh, Ankeny Pizza <laughs> Fest. Uh, I gotta gotta make sure everybody knows that. But we won that pizza fest with a uh, Maui Wowie on cauliflower crust. So that's that's a pretty popular one too, and it does have pineapple on there. 
which, you know, I was always a Canadian bacon and pineapple, yeah. Hawaiian. I, I grew up on that. But there's a lot of folks that don't. Where was that competition? Um, they do that up at Prairie Trail. It's actually supposed to be May uh, May 30th. May 31st is supposed to be the, uh, the fourth year I think they're doing it. Um, I entered it last year for the first time, and, and uh, we won. So that's a pretty cool deal. Pressure's on to repeat. Well, you know, I, I'm already saying I'm the 2020 champ. So, you know, <laughs> if, they, if, they, if, they, if they get canceled, I get to hold the title, right? It works for me. Steve, uh, sure. I love pizza. I also love calzones. Calzones done right. Tell us how you do it at Pi 5. Uh, calzones is pretty, pretty uh, something we just started doing uh, uh, beginning of this year. Uh, our calzones are awesome because pretty much you can build it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about Pi 5 pizzas. When you come in there... Uh, I always tell people, if you don't like it, it's because you built it wrong, you know. So Because you, you get to sit there and put on there whatever you want. It's unlimited toppings. We don't charge for extra toppings. Uh, so as long as it fits through the oven, you know, uh, we'll, we'll run it through there. But our calzones are pretty popular. Um, we do also have uh, our sandwiches, which a lot of people don't know about. Our, our sandwiches are very, very good also. All right. Well, listen, keep her going, pie5pizza.com. Uh, if you when if you talk to your friends at Wig and Pen, if you talk to your friends, did you say Zips is the name of it? Yeah, Zips Pizza after and hey, Derek. Gosh, I think I think he's won a lot of awards himself too. But uh, you know that that's what we all need to do. We all need to stick together. Um, that's I'm blessed. Um, you know, I have wonderful parents, my Ron, Ron and Jean Roberts, and and my family, my wife Christy and Judd and Jack and Joel. Um, Joel Joel used to manage my store. Um, I. He's doing so well that somebody come and, and, and took him away from me. Now he's out in Oregon running his own store. So um, it's a family-ran business. Uh, the community is 100% behind us, and, and it's showing. And there's there's so many people i got to thank, and, and they know it. You know, um, Everybody likes to hear their name, but it's just, there's, there's so many people that i got to thank. Well, keep her going, and if you uh, hear from the folks at Zips or at uh, Wig and Pen, pass my email address along. We'd love to have them on as well. Steve, thanks for sharing your story at Pie 5 Pizza yep. in Ankeny on Oral Labor. Appreciate you coming on. You betcha. I'll spread the word, and thank you, guys. All right. Good thanks, to talk Steve. to you. All right. So this is uh, – we appreciate Steve coming on as we take a look at our restaurants. Our restaurants, Sarpino's and Clive. Miss mm-hmm. them, and I spoke with them yesterday. I'm surprised. Well, we'll reschedule them for yep. Thursday. Something might have come up. Uh, Rebecca Casey is um, – You've heard of Uber Eats. You've yes. heard of the Grubhub. Well, those are national delivery companies. Rebecca Casey has My Town to Go. I'm anxious to, to learn about that. She has uh, helped spread the word to a number of restaurants. Rebecca, uh, Ken Miller, and uh, my partner, Trent Connor. thanks for coming on. Rebecca, how are you? Hi, good. Thank you so much. What a pleasure to be here. And thank you guys for all that you're doing for the restaurants. Steve with Pi Five, I actually learned something new. I didn't know he was the 2019 pizza champ. So now I'm going to have to go try <laughs> the Hawaiian pizza. So you're doing tremendous work for all of the restaurants in the area. So thank you guys so much. Uh, happy to do it. And again, thanks to our friends at Nickman for making this possible as they uh, devote this hour of programming. Well, my town to go. Tell us about that. Is and are you guys busier than normal, Rebecca's through these times? Yes. So we are definitely busier than normal just because of the situation. So My Town To Go, we actually opened up the Des Moines market about three and a half, four years ago. And we really specialize in those those local gems. So 
when we started, because I also live here in this community, and we wanted to help restaurants um, do more off-premise dining so that it could help them as the changing times, people really getting into having their great food delivered. They might not necessarily want it to go into the store, but they want it. Um, at their home in the enjoyment of them watching a movie or or whatever. So we actually um, have a lot of great local gems, Mitatria, Taste of Italy, a Taste of New York. We've got Polly Ice Pizza. We've got, like Steve said, Thai Fi up at Ankeny, the, the Simple Greek. I mean, we've got a, a lot of really good um, uh, local gems. We also have Buzzard Billies. We have Fongs on. So there are many restaurants that you can pick from us. So if there if there's a restaurant out there that um, they've got the carry out going, and I'm assuming most of them have uh, formed a relationship with one of the deliveries, but that doesn't mean you can't with the local one, right? And my town to go is clearly local. Correct, exactly. We are actually trying to get on and help as many restaurants as possible. So if someone does want to get on, please give us a, a shout. Contact us. Um, support at Des Moines, the number two go dot com, or give us a shout five one five two zero seven zero zero four eight. We actually have a lot have had a lot of good success rates. Oh, for example, we just got on nineteen oh eight in Waukee, nice. the Waukee location. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked to him in mid morning, and we had his menu up and ready by that evening. So we've been able to really do a turnaround of less than. 12 hours, some even four hours, because we know the importance of these restaurants trying to get out their food that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to be a helping hand wherever we can be. My Town to Go, the support, uh, the website one more time, or how they reach you? Yes, they can go to www.mytown2go.com, or they can email us directly at support at com. Rebecca, uh, thanks for what you do. Thank you for your help as uh, we've kind of collaborated on this, and Rebecca's uh, uh, spreading the word uh, to a number of the restaurants. So we're grateful for you for doing that, and uh, grateful to you for helping some of these restaurants that may be getting into this for the first time as uh, everybody's got to uh, change on the fly. Rebecca Casey from My Town to Go. Uh, Rebecca, appreciate you coming on. We'll talk soon, and we'll see you in my email inbox, and thanks for helping us out. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah, you do the same. And that will conclude Restaurant Radio. Looking at MyTownToGo.com right now, I'm finding a lot of restaurants that we've had on the program, Uh but also plenty that haven't been here. As you said, Rebecca's going to help us uh, reach out to a number of these different places. Plaza Pub. Kenny's Ribs, that's on there. We had them, that was the first day, I think. Yes, I, I think that was one. Which Witch, who we just talked to a little yep. bit earlier. Just tons of different restaurants, ton of different options out there. If you can tell, help out these restaurants, these are the businesses that make us go. That Part of what makes Des Moines so great is all these local restaurants and what they do. Mm. It's a tough time. It's a tough time for everybody. If you can do it, order takeout. Get lunch today. Take something home for the kids, whatever it may be. You can find all kinds of great places. We talk about them here today at, of course, MyTownToGo.com for delivery. Indeed, we'll do it again on Thursday. If you would like to be part of it, Ken Miller Show at gmail.com. Go to our Twitter account, Miller and Condon, at Miller and Condon. You can find Trent on Facebook. He's Trent Condon. Uh, his email, uh, Trent Condon at gmail.com. Restaurant Radio, done for the day. We'll be back on Thursday. We would love to have you. There's no charge. There's no catch. Come on on and tell your story before we go to break.
KXNO. And iHeartRadio would help you like to pay your bills or maybe spend some of that $1,000 at one of those restaurants that you just heard on Restaurant Radio. Text the keyword SMILE to 200-200 right now. It's your chance to win $1,000. That's SMILE to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Zuba Mahente from ESPN uh, finishes the program. He joins us next. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.0. Work today. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, back into the world of sports. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Twisted Vine. Brewery and Sarpino and Clive, uh, we'd love to have you on. Reach out again. We'll reschedule you for Thursday as we uh, couldn't get a hold of you during your segment. So um, let's do it again. Zubin Mahante, you see him on TV, but man, you hear him a ton on the radio. Apparently this weekend, as I was not in the car this weekend, so I didn't hear him. Zubin, welcome to the program. Fill us in radio. You're uh what you're trying to take our jobs now? What's going on? He could. He's good. Well, we, we <laughs> did go. We did go tit for tat in terms of production. I got to give. I was talking to Trent during the uh, commercial break. There, you guys do ten hours of radio a week, right? Yeah. Through Friday, we did about ten uh, this weekend. We did five Saturday, five Sunday, and you know it was one of those situations where we practiced social distancing. We had me here in uh, my home in Connecticut. We had somebody in New Jersey. We had somebody in Chicago. And uh, on Sunday, we did a couple people in Connecticut and one in Boston. And, you know, they quickly were able to ship all the equipment to our homes to make sure we could see each other and, you know, hear each other. And it's one of those situations where you don't really think about how long five hours is. (laughs) As you guys know, sometimes it's just talking about the NFL draft once an hour for five hours. So what did I say an hour three (laughs) that I don't want to repeat an hour four? And then you'd immediately get a call from one of our bosses saying, don't worry, nobody listening an hour three was listening an hour four. So go ahead and just regurgitate exactly what you said. I said, okay, great. We'll end up doing all that. So uh, it was one of those cool experiences. And for me, who just kind of lives in the world of highlights and games, when there were such things as highlights and games, this is a little bit different because, uh, you got to have an opinion. They want you to have an mm-hmm. opinion. It's something we all have as sports fans, but it's not something I really use on a regular basis because my job is more, uh, I, I guess I would say, objective. You know, here's what happened, and then I'll bring on somebody that'll tell you why it happened that'll be subjective. So for me to be able to be a little subjective was a little bit of a role reversal, but I kind of like it. So what did you prefer, Zubin? Obviously, if you're going to do five hours of, of talk, sports talk radio, you prefer that there'd be sports uh, happening around this. Um, but if there was, and if you could do that, let's say it's October, right? And college football's in conference play. NFL's uh, probably on four or five weeks into the season. NBA teams are about to start practicing. Uh, dot, 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 World Series. Uh, we've got their playoff teams. We're about to go. We're about to embark on that so october sports talk radio for five days or for five hours a day or doing what you do on sports center what would you prefer i kind of like doing what i do on sports center just because we probably would be able to hit everything you just mentioned from what i gather on the radio and obviously it's different in your market and another market and what we're doing in terms of who's listening my guess would be if we were on the radio they would just say 
give me all NFL and college football and we'll sneak in the other things. And I just like the other things too much and I don't want them snuck in. Our formula sort of is NFL all day, every day, every segment if we could. (laughs) (laughs) And that's pretty much what we did over the weekend. And then obviously when college football is such a big thing, especially for us and for a lot of people around the country, and then some of the other sports, even like the NBA, uh, at that time of year probably wouldn't be garnering a lot of attention outside maybe a couple of guys. Uh, like, you know, like LeBron or the return of Kevin Durant or something that really would break through. So I would choose TV because everything you just mentioned, we would somehow be able to do, whereas on the radio, our research sort of tells us, let's go football all day, all the time. But at the end of the day, you have to do what the listeners want and you have to do what the viewers want. But in this case, I think the viewers would give us a little bit more overall diversity and allow us to touch all those sports you mentioned. Radio would probably be a little bit more narrow in its focus. Zubin, is this something that we're going to see more Sports Center anchors doing? Was it just something for you? And and with that, obviously, Sports Center not on nearly as much, at least as as we normally believe it. Do you know the number of hours devoted to studio time compared to what it normally would be this time of year compared to what ESPN is putting out at this time? Yeah, we're really truncated, mostly because our staff is really truncated to the point where I think we're working normally in Bristol. We, I think somewhere around 5,000 employees are based. I'm not saying 5,000 people roll in every day, but 5,000 people are based in Bristol. And from what I gather, what I was told, we're working with about a total base, not just the TV base, but the total campus. Because, you know, keep in mind, ESPN is a business that's got a legal department, an accounting department, an advertising department, just like any business like KXNO. We're operating at about 10%. So I think about mm. 500 people of the 5,000 are coming in. So in that sense, yeah, the studio programming has been stripped down considerably. We're still trying to do some NFL programming. We're still trying to come on at 11 o'clock every night for an hour. Scott Van Pelt is normally on, and then uh, the rest of us kind of cycle in here and there. uh, Just to sort of say, because the one thing about it is, you know, for you guys, for for example, um, one of the shows that's gone completely dark for this moment is our gambling show, Daily Wager, because even though there are a random amount of things to gamble on uh, our Doug Kazarian who's the host of our gambling coverage came on and said you could bet on the weather you could bet on the uh, <laughs> over under on President Trump's daily briefings what the number is in terms of minutes you could bet on Taiwanese basketball um, you could bet on a couple of different things but probably not enough to sustain a show but for us we can actually go out there and say look if Adam Silver comes out and says we're doing this we can actually report on it it could just be the moving of a dime line it could be the Uh, announcement that the NFL is having a draft or some of Scott Boris's comments over the weekend or the reinstallation of spring sports that the NCAA mentioned or the NFL's memo from Roger Goodell. Those are all actually sports news items that we can come on and talk about. What do they mean? What do people think about it? So there are enough things in the world of sports, like why is UFC still going on? Why are they adamant they're going to hold an event uh, next month? Those are the types of things we can dig into every day. And those logistical hurdles are changing and being modified and mollified every single day. So there is enough for us to go on. I think, you know, Rob Manfred went out with Scott last week. So we're getting major newsmakers to go on because fans just want to know what can you tell us. I know you can't really tell us a lot, but what can you tell us? Uh, Steph Curry speaking with Dr. Fauci last week. That was unbelievable. Yeah, 50,000 people, including the president. That's how you get that demographic that doesn't watch daily news briefings maybe like we all do. So uh, those are enough things to get us by on an everyday basis. And uh, we continue to do that. But you're right, Frank, we can't continue to do it in the volume. 
uh, that we normally do because we just do not have the personnel here uh, because of social distancing and the general need that, you know, this is not essential programming uh, to be on all the time when you look at the more important things in the world right now. You know, you, you, you mentioned the uh, the daily wager going on, on mothballs, and uh, when, when you said the, um, you know, some of the, the press conference stuff that you can wager on, I saw some of the props. I thought it was somebody was making them up. You know, what will uh, will Do- will Deborah Burks, Dr. Burks, wear, wear a scarf? I guess she's, she wears a scarf to a lot of these. Will the press conference start before or after uh, that it, it was scheduled to start? I'm... I had no idea it's true. Apparently it is. Uh, Zubin, what I do know is true, and I think I speak for, well, everyone, everyone. Um, when the news came out that the last dance has been bumped up to April the 12th, we're not going to have to wait until June. The 10-part series on the 97-98 Chicago Bulls with all that unbelievable footage that um, – Somebody had the foresight to shoot, knowing what this might become, you know, two decades later for the most part. It's going to start on April the 19th, a couple of episodes, every Sunday night for five consecutive Sundays. Zubin, what a breath of fresh air seeing that that announcement was moved up and the last dance will start in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a testament to a couple of different things. A testament to the fans, because this has been, you know, tracking on social media for a really long time people looking for any nibble of anything. I mean, you saw what happened with Tiger and Phil over the weekend when a random fan just spoke out and said, hey, what do you think? And then for ESPN to listen to it and announce it this morning on Good Morning America on ABC that it was going to be official and it was coming is huge. And I think right now people are dying for, quote-unquote, fresh content if you're a sports fan, just waiting to get the opportunity to sit down and watch something and with ESPN obviously sitting there and having the entire batch of this ready to go, now for all us three, and I would presume a large percentage of our audience, it's fresh content, but it's not fresh content because we kind of know what happened in 97, 98 season. But for all of the video that has been laying there somewhere, it is fresh. And then for an entire generation of people that only know Michael Jordan from maybe wearing a Wizards uniform, this is truly hmm. fresh content. So I will be very interested to see how it plays on social media, because I would always be interested to say, you know, if Michael and Scotty and Rodman and Phil and Paxton and Kerr were playing in an age of social media, how would it have responded back then? Now, this obviously isn't going to hit the 92 Dream Team or Jordan gambling or the rivalry with the Knicks. This, as you mentioned, is 97-98, the last hurrah of the six championships. But I think we'll get a reasonable facsimile to see what it would be like if this group of guys was around and on social media when it was happening. It'll be an artificial version, obviously, because we won't be doing it in real time. We'll be doing it in sort of a 2020 hindsight. But I think for a lot of people our age that just didn't get to see the exclusive footage that they've been building for years, and a lot of young people that just don't really have any idea what happened back then, I think it's going to be quite the happening. I remember we announced this officially. I was working on SportsCenter Christmas night 2018. So we've been talking about really almost... <laughs> A year and a half. I remember the day I announced this on SportsCenter. It was after an NBA game because on Christmas we were on, I think, five games. There was one night where we were simulcasting on ABC and ESPN, the major, the major game. And I was doing SportsCenter on ESPN. They said, hey, go ahead and uh, do a teaser, as we like to call it, TV business. Set up a little preview for this thing. And we ran it. And I remember when I got off the air, my boss at the time, Judd Burke, he said, uh, you're a little bit excited about this uh, <laughs> This uh, this special? I said, what do you mean? He goes, you're like popping out of your suit talking about <laughs> it. you got to calm down. It's a year and a half away. 
And I was just like, I, I mean, that's just what Jordan means to people yep. of our age group. And I had not seen any of the footage. I didn't even heard we were, you know, climbing towards something like this. So uh, hopefully I'll be a little bit more measured the next time we <laughs> talk about it. Um, but it's one of those things where I think a lot of people feel that way about that guy and that team. And I can't wait to see some of the footage. And I think it's a, a great idea uh, to move it up. And I would say partly it was uh, started by the surge up by the fans on social media and ESPN listened to the fans. Zubin, the day-to-day when you're getting ready for something like this, there's no games going on. Is this something you're going to get a screener? Are you going to be watching it in real time? Are you going to get a, a, a glimpse, at, at the very least, of this before it hits the air? I probably won't, just because what we're doing now is we're coming in in pockets. So, you know, Steve Levy and I will work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll take a week off or a week and a half off, and then we'll come back and work again another three days together. So, And they're kind of telling us, if you are scheduled to work, um, come in, uh, be careful, uh, social mm-hmm. distance, sit wherever you want. Uh, in fact, the other day when I came in to do an edition of Sports Center, it was the first time I'd ever worked here in eight or nine years where I never even saw my co-anchor until we started working on the air. Usually we're all sitting next to each other working in tandem, but that's obviously not happening anymore. Um, so they're kind of telling us, if you're in Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, like Steve and I will be. If not, if you're doing radio or you're doing something else, we'll send some equipment to your house. We'll UPS it overnight to your house. You don't have to come into the studio to do that either. So I, my guess is if I was at the company at the right place at the right time, I could probably maybe watch it if it was being played somewhere. But they're really telling us, unless you're on the air that day, uh, don't arrive for any purposes whatsoever. So I'm probably going to luck out just because I'm not at the office more than I'm at the office. And we're working a lot more remotely like a lot of Americans are. So my guess is the percentages will be against me, but maybe I'll get lucky. Hmm. Zubin Mahante from ESPN. Well, we're rooting for that for you, Zubin. No doubt about that. Uh, Zubin, um, share with our audience, if you will, if, you, if you've if you been uh, privy to some of these conversations, what, what's what's kind of the consensus? NBA, will we will we get a conclusion to the season? Uh, NHL, when, when do they um, and everybody's guessing. Think Major League Baseball will start, and and I almost hate to ask this, but but football's um, you know starting to come into um, into focus as to whether we will or whether we not whether we will or won't. What what's been talked about at ESPN? This is what I've heard about hockey specifically, and I actually heard Joe Buck mention this too. I was not aware of this, but one of Joe Buck's daughters is dating some guy in the NHL. And he was on the Michael K show on our ESPN affiliate 98.7 in New York, Michael K, the TV voice of the Yankees. And essentially, Buck told him that the young guy dating his daughter said, we were told in the NHL, and this is, you know, this is pretty good information, just considering this is a kid that's in the league. And uh, the kid said to Buck, what they told us, and obviously all of this is flexible and could change at a moment's notice, Gary Bettman, I'm sure, uh, across the league, was that we're going to get five days to about a week to get back in shape, and then we're going right to the playoffs. Now, that's right to the playoffs, told, okay. That's what this kid told Buck. Mm-hmm. And again, I mean, I guess this kid is being informed by the team, and obviously yep. the league, as, you know, as we all know, these every one of these deadlines, Major League Baseball suspends spring training, then it suspends the season two weeks, then it pushes it back. All these timelines we have to mention are not being set by the CDC officials. They're being heated by owners and people in the league that want to just sort of have some sort of opportunity for the fans to say, look, we're hard, working hard on something. So from the fan standpoint, I, I totally get it from a business standpoint. But this is just what Buck told Michael Kay from a guy that he knows uh, in the NHL. 
Um, I heard Kirk Herbstreit for the first time. I had not heard anybody over the weekend. He was on Freddie and Fitzsimmons, which is a show on ESPN Radio. He made and some I news. Heard, he did. And I had not heard anybody talking like this. And I actually, frankly, we talked about it, as you might imagine, a little bit over the weekend. And I totally applaud Herbstreit for saying this because, number one, nobody in the sports world is talking this way. And two, nobody with the prominence of Kirk Herbstreit is talking this way, especially when it comes to football and you see these stories about Goodell telling people to not talk ill of the draft, don't talk ill about anything that's going on that the league is doing. And for your listeners that aren't aware, Kirk essentially said he thinks it's going to be really hard to see a college football season or an NFL season take place. You know, obviously he's extrapolating all the way out to August or September. His rationale, he said, was he doesn't think there's a vaccine in place for 12 to 18 months. And there is a lot of conjecture and a lot of polling from the American public that essentially says, if this is still an issue, the problem is not solved. If you, even if it's solved in different pockets of the country, most of the polling does indicate that more than half of Americans say if there's even a chance to get it, even if it's been mitigated or flattened, most people still think it's a big problem. And I think Kirk used that along with the fact that there isn't going to be a vaccine supposedly for a year to 18 months to indicate that he doesn't see a way that we're going to play football. Like I said, I applaud him for saying it because I think a lot of people are thinking it uh, but not a lot of people are saying it. One of the main issues, as you guys know, in college football is the lack of uniformity. With the NFL, you're playing 16, eventually 17 games. But in college football, believe it or not, there's a couple of schools that are actually done with spring practice, signed, sealed, and delivered. You know, I was the Rutgers, so I follow them. I know they haven't had one day of spring practice. So when you have a lack of uniformity, you don't have une- you have uneven schedules, and you don't have anybody really as the czar of the sport it's going to be really unwieldy to try to bring college football together because right now everybody is not starting at the same start line like you would at the NFL week one. Everybody's at different pockets in their schedule, and that's going to make getting everybody up to speed and getting a singular date unfair for a lot of people. So Herbie said it, and I think a lot of people were thinking it. He finally verbalized it, and I give him a ton of credit for it. Indeed. The Last Dance ESPN was announced last night. Uh, it is uh, coming to our television starting on April the 19th, and then for five consecutive Sundays, uh, Central Time, 8 o'clock, and then 9 o'clock for the next episode of that particular day. So when I was told last thing that uh, that uh, the final episode, episode 10, believe it or not, they still have not... Um, they're still, I don't know if they're cutting room floor, but it's still not quite complete. They've, now they've got some time, but they, uh, they're still, it's uh, going to be right up against episode 10, still not finalized as of yet. Had you heard that? So, yes. When I hear that, the one thing I like to think is obviously, A, they've had a ton of time to put it together. and The timeline wasn't until June anyway. Right. But <laughs> the, the, the optimist in me says there's probably so much good stuff that's going to hit the cutting room floor. Really? <laughs> they're trying to decide what's going to be jammed into that last episode and what will be lost to the archives forever. In the, way, in the way we live now, you could obviously put it on YouTube or have some sort of director's cut or have a 30 for 30 or put it on somewhere else down the line. But my inkling says there's probably so much they're deciding, like, oh, my goodness, how could we not put this in and then say, well, it's probably not good enough to get in. So my hope is that they're dealing with so much good content, they're not sure what they want to put in and the last crescendo of it all. But it could probably just be a feasibility issue, too, knowing they had until June and now knowing they still have a little bit of time. But let's just hope it's just great material that we'll see and eventually all the stuff that doesn't make it with everything we've got available technologically, maybe we can get our hands on that, too, after it's over. Thank you for providing us with the good content as you do each and every week. Zubin, we'll talk to you in a week's time. Thank you. 
You got it. Take care. Be safe. Zuba Mahente, ESPN, as he joins us, as we, well, normally go around a whole lot of sports, but that wasn't bad. We got some sports mixed in there, TC. A little bit. We got to get a break in here quick before we no, wrap we things don't. up. Do yes. We? Oh, my. Uh, back. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon. Final minute of the program. Thanks for being here with us today. Restaurant Radio will do it again on Thursday. If you'd like to participate, Ken Miller Show at gmail.com. Participating tomorrow in the in the quality radio program. Uh, David Kaplan will be here, and so will Chuck Long. There's a couple of heavyweights here on a Wednesday. Looking forward to that and uh, maybe a little extra chingling in my pocket. Now, what do you mean? I'm, uh, More table tennis wagering. You've got you've, you found you found your guy. I, I have not dove back into that. No, me me and my buddies are getting together again for our fake horse racing betting. We'll be doing this evening over Zoom. Man, we got problems. Friday night. <laughs> yes, you do. Friday night when the uh, Iowa simulation basketball NCAA tournament game was going on against Xavier. I tried. I couldn't do it. We we were all texting each other throughout, watching it, hanging on every play. Hawks won. They won, and then got clubbed by Michigan State on Sunday. Oh, no. It's It's over. So the season came to a crashing end. A video game simulation. Uh, Murph and Andy will be here at 2. The Fanatics at 4. The Morning Rush will start it all over again tomorrow at 6. Miller and Condon, we're on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.